With testing season around the corner, I figured it would be helpful to share some quick tips around different components of writing so that you can try some new strategies and hopefully prepare your students. But do not worry, I am not going to be sharing a laundry list of tips jam-packed into one episode. Instead, I'm going to be channeling teaching what you're doing every day. And just like teaching, I want to keep things bite-sized and manageable. So today's tip is just going to be for anyone who has students who have not mastered the basics and really could use some support and reinforcement of core writing skills. So if you are nodding your head, yep, I will meet you inside. Welcome to the Literacy Dive podcast, a podcast for educators who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing instruction. I'm your host, Megan, a true lover of all things literacy. Join me each week as we dive into teaching tips, engaging ideas, and actionable step-by-step strategies and examples to help you close the gap and lead confidently with best practices. I'm all about keeping things simple and digestible so that you can implement what you learn here as soon as tomorrow. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Literacy Dive podcast. I am so happy that you are tuning in today as we are starting a new, I guess I can call it a series, but the time of the year has come. It is creeping up and ahead of us is testing season. It really seems like the end to winter and the beginning of spring is always such a busy time frame. And then before you know it, boom, it's testing time and you might find yourself stressing or cramming for your state's standardized test. So I want to kind of get a jump start and begin this talk early and hopefully share some tips that you are going to have time to listen to, to implement, and it's really going to allow you to prepare over time in these practical and doable ways. And I want to put a hard emphasis on that word do. It's going to just really be able to impact your students. And as I go through these strategies, I want you to kind of keep an open mind to this because what I'm sharing is not something that's just specifically related to the state test. You're going to find that if you are listening to this and it's not testing season, this is going to be helpful for you because getting these practices in the lives of your students' routines now is going to allow them to coast and have a much smoother entry into that true testing season. I'm all about trying to eliminate stress wherever I can. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to be walking you through one key idea, and this is going to just be if your students are having a little bit of trouble with those core writing skills and just mastering the basics that we're thinking, wow, you were taught that. Why don't you know it? That's what we're going to be covering today. I want to preface, like all things, that these ideas may require you to have to dig a little deeper and figure out, okay, how can I take this idea and revamp it or make this work with my specific teaching environment in mind? I am always happy to chat with you about this if you want some assistance or if you really want to try something and you're having a hard time trying to figure out how to make it work, please reach out to me. But for the most part, these ideas 
will require very minimal preparation and will integrate materials that you may already have access to. So already, it's going to be one step closer to being achievable. Most importantly, you know how I feel about the word daily. So if you can try and implement something daily, there is no need to have to plan extensive amounts of time for it, which that is actually what causes the stress and the overwhelm is feeling like you never have enough time. So truly, a quick touch point each day really will go a long way. But the goal here is to strengthen your students' writing foundations through routine. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Some of the main areas that students may find challenging right now are grammar skills, sentence structure, and paragraph organization. And as we know, these are essential for test responses. So I want to share engaging strategies to integrate these basics into your daily lessons without overwhelming your students. The first idea is using quick writes. This is about a five-minute, open-ended, quick writing session, and you are going to want to give students a prompt or let them choose their own topic and ask them to write continuously for a set time. Now, the word quick does not mean 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. You are going to want to stay around that five, maybe seven minute, maybe even three minutes time frame. The goal of a quick write is to get students' thoughts flowing and to allow them to practice putting words on paper. Brainstorming is a key piece of any written response to a prompt, and so this is a valuable practice for them that is going to actually work for them when they are faced with that test. The elimination of complete sentences, correct spelling, and proper punctuation, all which do not take place within a quick write, is going to alleviate students from the pressure of writing. To integrate the quick writes, this can be a daily warm-up or cool-down activity. So think about how can you start your day or how can you end your day with one of these activities, or maybe it comes right in the middle of your day to give your students a little boost. But all you have to do is think about where can you place it, and it's only going to require a prompt and something to write with. Now, this can be a sentence prompt, it can be a one-word prompt, it can be a picture prompt, it does not matter, and I would encourage you to switch it up and have that variety because it's going to help students improve their fluency and it's going to reduce the fear of a blank page. I also like to give students half sheets of paper, so if your students are writing in your notebooks, you can just have them draw a line halfway through. But if you are passing out papers, that half sheet is going to be way less intimidating. And so you definitely want to implement that. The second idea is sentence starters. This is going to be where you provide sentence starters to kick off writing activities. These can be tailored to focus on different aspects of grammar or sentence structures, such as complex sentences, using specific conjunctions, or incorporating adjectives and adverbs. Just think about what is it that your students need. Incorporating sentence stems can look many different ways, but a couple of the popular ways or the ways that I find works best are using pre-filled templates, which is just going to be a few sentence stems that are going to get your students started. So let's think about if you were having them do a how-to type of writing, then you could give them the stems 
you are going to need, and dot, 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 they will have to fill it in. First, you will. Next, you must. Then, or if you're going to use like informational writing, you could actually give them the actual sentence frame to it. Protecting the earth is an important issue because, and then your students fill it in. One way to take care of the environment is, another way to protect earth is, if we do not make an effort, will you join me in this movement? And you're giving them the ending. So it's really important to know that with supporting students in this way and trying to allow them to fill in those gaps that might be missing, close those gaps, or to strengthen those skills that might be lacking, you have to provide them with the scaffold for them to get familiar with it. So in this case, they're doing a lot of work by filling in the key details and they're filling in their topic sentence. They're filling in the why is it important for that protecting the earth one, but you can just give them the closing sentence, which is a question, and that's going to look much better than them saying, and that's why we should all protect the earth. So you want to plant that language. You can also use simple sentence starters, let's say for opinion writing or for telling something that your students enjoy. It's important to keep in mind that you do not want to have challenging topics or topics where students have no type of exposure to it. You do not want them to struggle with idea generation, especially when you're focusing on writing sentences. So you could give them a would you rather prompt like, would you rather walk on hot lava or swim in freezing water? And from that point, you would give them the sentence frame or the sentence stem that they need to fill in. So give them that sentence starter. I would rather blank than blank because, and then they'll tell their reason why, and then they'll close it with a period or whatever punctuation mark is appropriate. This method focuses on the topic. It focuses on a reason of support or evidence. And then it's focusing on completing that one sentence. And one final way that I like to get this sentence stem, sentence starter practice in is with having students respond to their reading. So if they can do quick writing responses when focusing on a targeted reading skill, that sentence structure and what they have to generate is going to be different based on what the skill is within reading. So to integrate this, you are just going to want to use sentence starters as a part of journal entries, as a part of story writing, or as a response to reading. They can serve as a scaffold to help students begin their writing, offering a structure that they can build upon with their ideas. And if you are not sure how to get these started, you can definitely just think about how would you reply to that one writing prompt or that one writing task for reading, and you can eliminate your answers and keep the sentence portion. I am going to link to some resources that you might want to check out when thinking about what you can integrate and what you might want to try to use. So you can also just go to the show notes and see if there's something there that will fit for you within your current needs. Ever wonder why students can't seem to retain those key vocabulary words? Is it a struggle to make vocabulary stick in your students' minds long after the quiz is over? Do you feel like you have run out of creative ways to teach new words? 
Well, I hear you, and the answer is here. A resource that weaves vocabulary development seamlessly into writing exercises. You can seriously watch your students' word knowledge and writing competence grow together effortlessly and enjoyably. It's truly the dual power approach that you've been waiting for. Enriching vocabulary while polishing writing skills. And now, my vocabulary writing prompts are offered by grade level. I know, it might sound too good to be true, but if you're curious to experience the transformation firsthand, I want you to grab a free sample compiled just for you. Ideal for second to sixth grade educators, you can now try a tailored vocabulary writing prompt for each grade level. Witness the spark of interest and the growth in your students' writing abilities yourself. You can find this download in the show notes, but you could also head to theliteracydive.com slash vocabulary and download your free sample today. Step into a new world where vocabulary learning is engaging, effective, and exciting. Do not miss out on this opportunity to revolutionize the way that you teach vocabulary. The third idea is partner editing. And this is going to be pairing students up for a quick partner editing session. So after a writing task, you're going to have your students swap papers and they're going to look for specific items like punctuation, verb tense consistency, or the correct use of capital letters based on what you're focusing on for that week. Do not overdo it. I would suggest possibly only looking for one grammar skill or editing skill Unless it's a pair like punctuation and capital letters sentences, then those two can be paired together. But I would really just recommend that if you're focusing on, you know, proper nouns, that is the only thing that they're looking for, even if their friend or partner has something else that's wrong. They're just focusing on that one skill. So to integrate this, this can be a regular part of the writing process that you're doing in class. Not only reinforcing grammar and the sentence structure rules, but also fostering collaborative learning and critical thinking about writing, which is a 21st century skill that we have to give students the practice with. So embedding it into your already existing process for writing is going to be the way to go. You can also have them swap papers on simple writing tasks, like the one that you would do for Would You Rather, that's just one sentence, or maybe a quick reading response that might be a few sentences, I would have variety to this because it doesn't always have to be a long piece of writing. I have found that most times those short, small, focused pieces of writing are what moves my students forward in a much quicker capacity and way. So just think about how you can be able to use a variety of different types of writing and different types of writing lengths in a way that can be able to move your students ahead. If you are having students swap their papers on these simple writing tasks, like for Would You Rather or a quick reading response, your students can then just leave the edits or revisions in feedback form using a post-it note. Next up is oral storytelling to written narrative, and this is using oral storytelling as a bridge to writing whatever it is that they are speaking or sharing. Usually, it might be a story form or it could even be a process. So for this, you're going to have students first tell their story or describe the process orally to a partner or small group, and then they will go and write it down. 
They will be focusing on organizing their thoughts into coherent sentences and into paragraphs for this. To integrate it, this can be a weekly activity. So this one you will not want to do daily just because of the time that it is going to take. But this time is going to have so many benefits to it. So this could be a weekly activity starting with more structured prompts and then moving to more open-ended narratives if you want to do that. It's especially helpful for students who may struggle with getting started or organizing their thoughts in writing. So you could ask very simple questions like, what is your favorite memory with family? Or how did you celebrate your last birthday? How do you solve a subtraction problem? Tell me how the water cycle works. So first, they're going to speak, and then they're going to write. So the writing is going to come after they are verbally telling their thoughts aloud to other people. Now, here is where the benefit is. With both students sharing or a small group of students sharing, more ideas are now being generated, more language is being shared, more vocabulary is being used, and now your students can be able to take all that they've just heard and they can go into their independent writing and they can enhance what they would have written without doing that oral share. The last strategy I want to share is grammar and punctuation fix-it sentences. And this is just going to be writing sentences on your board with intentional grammar or punctuation errors in them. You will have students correct the errors either individually, in pairs, or as a whole class discussion. And again, I would encourage you to switch it up and allow them to do it in a variety of ways. This can focus on common mistakes that you find that they are making right then and there, Or it could be recently covered rules that you are teaching your students in the moment. A tip for this is to think about something relatable that day. You do not need to buy anything to implement this. You do not have to buy any type of expensive writing pack or writing book. You can just think about what is something that happened today? Sally and Heidi goes to the library this morning to check out the Taylor Swift biography. But... You wrote this in a different way than what you said it. So for the sentence, because I have to make it visual for you, Sally and Heidi, both of their names are already capital, goes to, it's the T-O-O, the library, this morning to check out the Taylor Swift, and the T and the S are lowercase, biography, and it has a question mark. So as you are writing it, you are writing and saying at the same time. So when you're done, you're going to read it again, and your students are going to have to try to identify how to fix it. So even if they're all looking at it at the same time, if you want them to do it individually, give them a sticky note, give them an index card, let them do it individually. If they're going to work in pairs, same thing. One piece of paper, one index card, they're working together. Or maybe you already have it pre-printed on a piece of paper and they're working together on that little slip that you're cutting apart. Again, small pieces of paper. It is way less daunting than that larger size. So for this one, you're going to be focusing on, well, Sally and Heidi together, that is going to be, well, we could say they if we just change it up into a pronoun. And so they would pair with the past tense verb of went. So we have to change goes. And then you notice that that was the wrong T-O-O because T-O-O means also. And so they have to switch it to T-O. 
And then there's a question mark. Well, you said it with excitement that they went to go get this biography. And so that's not a question that we're asking. That's an exclamatory sentence. Also, the T and the S are lowercase, and that's her name. So you get the idea here. But they're not just fixing it. They're having to share why they're fixing it. And that is a part of them being able to make those different grammar skills concrete. To integrate this, this can be a quick daily activity taking just a few minutes at the beginning or at the end of a lesson. It is a practical way to apply grammar rules in context and to develop revising and editing skills right then and there. But think smarter, not harder. Literally think of something that has happened prior to that implementation time, and as you're writing, make some errors. But a tip for you is that you want to think about their needs. So of course, as you're thinking about that sentence, you want to make sure that you are including those practice elements in those fix-it sentences so that your students are getting that max support and that max interaction with that skill. So as you can see, these strategies support the core aspects of writing, which are fluency, grammar, sentence structure, and organization without requiring additional resources or feeling like it's too difficult of a task to prepare and to implement. You just need a few minutes, a handful of time. And hopefully, these activities actually sound pretty fun, and if you notice, none of them will take a long time. That is the power of daily. These core concepts can be seamlessly incorporated and integrated right into your daily classroom routines, and this is going to provide continuous practice and reinforcement of a variety of writing skills in a non-threatening way. In the coming weeks, I will have tips for tackling testing prompts, managing anxiety around testing, time management strategies, and much more. But for now, which of these strategies from today will you try first? Quick writes, sentence starters, partner editing, oral storytelling to written narrative, or fix-it sentences? I would love to know, so send me a message on Instagram at The Literacy Dive and let me know. Until next time, keep diving into literacy. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Be sure to click that follow button so you never miss a new episode. And if you are enjoying what you hear, please consider sharing this podcast with a friend. Until the next episode, we can hang out over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive, and you can search The Daily Writing Disguise in your web browser to dive into a stockpile of creative writing activity collections created by me, with student engagement in mind. For literacy resources and support, you can search The Literacy Dive on TPT. I'll catch you in the next episode.